Kia ora whanau and welcome to Papatua Nuku Podcast. My name is Leonie Kent and I will be the host over the next 10 episodes. We'll be discussing all the different aspects of te mana o te wahine, atua wahine, what it means to be a wahine in the modern day and age. We'll be inviting guests along and breaking down whakatauki and talking about everything to do with te mana o te wahine. Mau toni mai. Inga mana, inga reo, e rauranga tira mā, tēnā koutou katoa. Welcome back to Papatua Nuku Podcast. This is episode 6, my name is Leonie Kins, and today we're going to be talking about identity politics or sexual identity politics in relation to te ao Māori and what it means. Uh, also, uh, the reclamation of uh, the terms takatāpui, iratāngata, whakawahine and whakatāne. So uh, first of all, what I'll do is um, break down what I could find uh, the where takatapui comes from. So takatapui is an ancient Māori term from the traditions of the Māori people in Aotearoa. It means intimate companion of the same sex and was separately discovered by academics Ngahuia Te Awekotuku and Lee Smith in the manuscripts of Wurumu Maihi Te Rangi Kaheke. Um, it provided context, context to the love triangle between Hinemua, Tutanikai and Tiki, which had occurred uh, 400 years beforehand. So also in addition to takatapuhi, uh, there's whakawahine, which means like a woman, uh, tangata iratane, which is the spirit of a man. And the terms that draw on traditional Māori concepts to denote those who were born with the wairua of a gender different to the one they were assigned at birth. Um, so that's basically my understanding of takatapui, a gay, lesbian, bisexual, and then you've got whakawahine, whakatane, and uh, te ira or uh, tangata ira tane, which uh, helps to um, define our transgendered whānau in Aotearoa. Uh, so I always found it... Growing up with the story of Tutanekai Hinemua, um, it was always a well-known love story. It was, you know, talked about, sang about. Everybody knew that version of Hinemua and Tutanekai about how uh, he was on Makoya Island and she was over on the mainland and they wanted to be together and couldn't. Um, and then one night she heard him playing his conch shell on the beach over at Makoya Island, decided to jump into the water and swim across to Makoya Island. Uh, happily ever after, so it seems. Uh, what I didn't hear until I was a lot older was the alternate version, the scandalous version, um, about which included Tiki, which included uh, a gay lover of Tutanikai, um, and also a story of domestic violence between Henemoy and Tutanikai. So all of these, um, I'd say, like rated adult versions of these stories were not really told to us as children and so we didn't really have an idea of uh, where Takatapuhi were in terms of uh, historic historic placement in, in, in our whanau and our hapu and our iwi and what their roles and things were. It wasn't until I got older, realised my own sexual identity uh, as a gay wahine and kind of got a bit more interested in, in finding out more stories uh, of back in the day and uh, you'll hear in another podcast with um, Josh, who alludes <laughs> to some scandalous behaviour by all of our atua and that uh, there is all kinds of sexual politics going on in Te Ao Māori. You're going to want to listen to that one. Um, and so growing, 
you know, becoming or understanding who I was as a gay wahine in Te Ao Māori and a Māori wahine at that, I saw a lot of contrast between my life in Te Ao Māori and my life in Te Ao Pākehā and, uh, and noticing the difference between the groups. So as a Māori wo- woman, I identify, my primary identity is Māori. I identify strongly as a Māori woman and my sexual identity doesn't really inform, well, my sexuality doesn't inform my identity uh, as far as I know, <laughs> I might have to ask my wife. But so there is the contrast is in Te Ao Māori, we don't separate off into, into groups of heterosexual and homosexual and bisexual. Um, we are together as a whānau, as a hapu, as an iwi, whatever our sexuality might be, whatever, however we identify, we are still, you know, a community. I notice in, um, in the Pākehā community, they tend to group off according to their sexuality. Uh, gay women, hang, you know, hang out in groups. Gay men, and they cluster together in in terms of their their sexual identity. And that's something that always uh, was quite star- a stark contrast to me, because I never never thought to you know separate myself from my straight cousins or not hang out with them. Just only hang out with my gay cousins. And I understand that we come from a different point of view. We come from you know, stronger ties to our iwi, our hapu, our whānau. But that was always something that struck me as a, a little different. Uh, but there was a report that came out called uh, Ko Wairato, and it's called Managing Multiple Identities in Lesbian, Gay and Bisexual Māori. And it found that there was some statistically significant differences between Māori and non-Māori uh, respondents. So the findings of the study... Uh, the key findings were that cultural affiliation was more significant for Māori than sexual orientation and culture, and spirituality played a more important role in um, negotiating takatāpuhi identities, and Māori sought to balance cultural and sexual identity in a both-and way that non-Māori didn't, so we were both, and we were both. Uh, in ways that non-Māori didn't or didn't need to. Also, contemporary takatāpui felt pressured to choose between being Māori and being queer um, or to marry and to have children and to live like um, heteronormative life with wife and kids in a picket house. Also, both Māori men and women were more likely to have had uh, sexual fantasies about a member of the opposite opposite sex of their Taui counterparts, and also differences for Māori women were not only statistically significant, they were developmentally remarkable, and that they were more likely to come out earlier and be out to everyone they knew. Um, Growing up as a young girl, I knew so many gay wahine, so many, even back in the 80s, uh, only a handful of gay men. So, you know, from my understanding and my own experiences is that Gay women tended to have an easier time coming out than gay men, but I also feel like gay wahine probably had, uh, how do I say this, in a nice way without swearing, no Fs to give in regards to what people thought about it. And that was always how they conducted themselves. And so we've kind of influenced it and informed me in that way as well and coming out and not worrying about what people think. Um, So... That's really all I wanted to say about the identity politics. If you want to read more, there is so much. Go and read the reports or uh, hopefully um, Google any of the academics I, I mentioned in there. But I hope you enjoyed that. Ngā mihi. Thank you for joining us in another episode of Papatua Nuku Podcast. 
we have more in store for you next week so like share subscribe to this podcast so you can be updated with all of our latest episodes thank you very much for joining we'll see you again next time